Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is comedian and actor Keith Lyle. You're listening to Jim and Florence on the forum. Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy Jackson. Welcome to the forum. And we've been taking a little bit of time off. We need to rest, too. We've been uh, we've also had some family stuff that some of us, some of you have talked to us about. We very appreciate, uh, very much appreciate all the kind words you've said and the kind support that you've given us. So it really means a lot to us. Uh, and all the nice things, boy, all the things that have been said, the amount of people that are still, I have now written down nine people that said they binge listened to our podcast last week. And I am just floored. I can't believe it. So here's the, the mastermind behind the scenes of our show, <laughs> Lawrence Carmella. How are you, Florence? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you today? I'm fantastic. If people only knew what we've been going through and how much work we've done, they would be feeling sorry for us. So go tell your friends <laughs> to feel sorry for us so you could listen to our show. Give us a little love. Sympathy. <laughs> That's right. But we have an exciting guest on today that I've really enjoyed looking at things online all the stuff that she's uh, she's now a techie she made her own website and i mean she's got so many talents uh but boy she's had an amazing career and what i like about her she's giving back and helping others with her experience so why don't you uh introduce our guest yes i'm so excited about this because she's become my new twitter buddy and she's an actress and an author her name is laura Cayuette. And she's become my new best buddy. We had this wonderful conversation, and I just adore you. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the forum. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And with that name, New Orleans has to be in it, in her blood in some <laughs> way. So, what a great name. But yeah. Laura, Laura, we're so excited. Why don't you tell a little bit about your history, about your career, Uh, In a nutshell, you've done so much, it would take hours to talk about all the things that you've done. But what are some of the highlights and the things? I think you went to the University of Maryland. You're a Terrapin, aren't you? I did. I also went to the University of South Alabama for grad school. Uh, So I'm also a Jaguar. But ultimately, I'm the child of two tigers. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, my parents met at LSU. So, Bayou Bengals, yes. So we're, I think, I think it's kind of a, a state law that you have to root LSU no matter what. 
I know all my <laughs> Alabama friends are mouths dropping to the floor, but yes, we can all be one in the SEC. So <laughs> guys, calm down. Bayou Bengals. So, uh, but tell us about your career. When did you start really thinking about uh, getting into acting, getting into the arts uh, full time? Well, I have a kind of a different story than most people because I, I, the story that I think I normally hear is that somebody, you know, was bitten by the acting bug or however, whatever cliche you want to use, that, that they had this experience in their youth that they fell in love with acting and decided that's what they wanted to do for money. Um, I did not have that experience. I had done, you know, like a couple of plays and musicals when I was a kid and went on with my life and didn't think about it again. And I was a grown person. I was 25. I was a homeowner. I was running a dress shop, a business, and teaching college at night. And, and, and then out of the blue, my life just sort of went in a new direction. Um, you know, one of those life is what happens while you're making other plans kind of stories. Sure. So I ended up deciding that I was going to sell my house and quit my jobs and move to New York and study acting so that I could be good at it. I didn't, I figured at 25, I wasn't going to be competitive with other people my age. Most women at that time, this was the 80s, most women at that time retired in their early 30s to mid 30s. So I was starting at you know, pretty much the sunset years of a normal woman's career. And so I knew I would be competing with Nicole Kidman and Helen Hunt and, you know, people who had been acting since they were children. So I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York and studied there so that I could become competitive. And I did, you know, off, off, off Broadway and all kinds of stuff while I was in New York trying to become great. And then when I thought I was ready to work, I didn't want to live in New York. So I moved to L.A. to get work. And when I got to L.A., I started studying again right away. Um, you know, I studied more theater, but I also studied film and film technique and audition technique and, you know, all the things, all everything. And then at 31, I got my first film role. Wow. And it was written for me. And that became a recurring theme. I had gone wow. in for an audition and it was uh, the sequel to Terms of Endearment. So it was, you know, Shirley MacLaine, Jack Nicholson. You know, it was this amazing cast. There were five Academy Award winners and nominees, I think, on the set with me one day. No problem. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And I was just like brand new off the boat, you know. I went in for the audition for that and I got a call back. At the time, Richard Dreyfus, who was a friend of mine, still is a friend of mine, he said, make it so they can't sleep. Make it so they can't sleep at night thinking of how to put you in their movie. And I didn't mm. know what that meant in action, you know, like I, I understood the words, but I didn't know. It sounded very Zen talk to me, you know, <laughs> like, sure. how do you make somebody not sleep? You know, like, seemed to me if you tried too hard, it would all go the wrong way, right? I wasn't exactly sure what he meant or how to implement that, but I did know that it meant be prepared. So I did that. I got very, very, very prepared. And when I went to the callback, the director, he figured out that I had done it differently. 
he started playing with me. He started like, do it with a German accent. Now do the whole thing angry. Now do the whole thing like if you are holding a puppy. Now do the whole thing. You know, like he he kept trying to see like, well, can she do it this way? Can she do it this way? And so I left there going, I totally booked that part. Like a month later, I got the call saying, no, I did not get the part. Oh my gosh. And the only reason I found that out, because they don't usually call you to tell you you didn't get the part. You just don't hear from them ever again. But the reason that she was calling me was because I did get this other part that was in France. So I went to France and I did my job there and really enjoyed it. Paris is beautiful. That was fun. Eight days in Paris on somebody else's dime. Nothing to cry about. <laughs> I get back and I get a call from my agent and she says, remember that movie you didn't get? And I'm like, yes, I do. It's plaguing me and keeping me up at night. And she says, well, the director can't sleep at night. So he wrote a part for you. Wow. <laughs> I thought, awesome. oh, so that's how you do it. And I've been doing it like that ever since. That is fantastic. Now, when you go into, we have a lot of actors and a lot of young people that listen to us and they're really trying to get their break. They're working really hard. Obviously, it's a very difficult thing. A lot of door slam closed, but you just got to keep trying. What are some good tips that you have for them when you do an audition, uh, whether it be a small part, large part or whatever? What, what are some things that you think they should be doing and thinking about? The easy stuff that you can control is don't ever be late. Nobody cares what your excuse is. As a matter of fact, just remember this always. Nobody cares. I mean, honestly, if you got in a car wreck and somebody died on the way there, nobody cares. It's just not interesting to them. Sure. Your life is not at all interesting to them. So just be a pro. Be a pro. Show up on time. Do your work. Be amazing. And go home. That's very important is that I think people get very confused because this business is an arts business, that they get confused that it, that the creativity and the arts aspect of it means that there's a personality that could go with that. Uh, this is a business business and it's a very lucrative business. There's a lot of money in it. Uh, not usually for actors, but there, you know, there's a lot of money gets spent on making these projects. Sure. And so it's very high stakes. It's, you know, think of it more like Wall Street type of creativity, where the creativity is in the not knowing what's going to happen next. It's not like the business itself is creativity. Yeah, you, you should understand business. You should understand this is grown people yeah. with money. And that's yes. what it's about. Absolutely. Now, you've been on many movie sets. You've had many roles. And I know you've been in some really great movies like Green Lantern and Django Unchained with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you have any like fun or interesting stories? Anything that stands out in your mind that made you think, wow, this is, this is really happening. <laughs> this is incredible. This is well, I mean, every movie has these moments. Every movie has some moment that is your I ran away and joined the circus and this is why moment, you know, <laughs> because there's always going to be some, it, it's making a movie is a lot like summer camp, you know, because you're sort mm -hmm. of in this false reality for a brief period of time where you're suddenly very intimate with a whole bunch of people you never met before. And you tell each other secrets and sit around the campfire and you do everything together. And, and then, you know, you have private jokes and, and then you never see each other again. So it is sort of like summer camp in that way. And now I've already forgotten what the question was. What was the question? <laughs> You've been on 
a lot of different movie sets. You've worked with a lot of amazing people. If you oh, had stories, like, yeah. So every movie movies. has a story. Every movie yeah. has at least at least one story. I will tell you. For me, one of my favorite moments was um, when we were doing Django. That was a very very grueling job. It was absolutely mm -hmm. amazing, but it was the hardest work any of us I mean it, it just was it was a lot of work and um, so we were shooting this is toward the end of the part where they're shooting in New Orleans so they've been here about five months and we're doing the scene where we're walking back from Calvin Candy my brother's not well not my brother Laura Lee's brother's funeral mm -hmm. and we're yeah. hand you know we're heading toward Candyland and it's dark and we're in a corn I mean a cane field and so we're shooting out in the middle of just a cane field like we're just out in the middle of cane and it's maybe three or four in the morning and originally we had planned on shooting with the mansion you know the plantation home in the background but then the scheduling got a little kooky and so they had to blow up this the mansion you know the plantation home before we shot the funeral <laughs> And so they couldn't show the plantation because we'd already blown it up. And because we had done such a very good job of blowing it up, two days later it was still smoking. So we couldn't show, we couldn't put the camera that way. So there was all sorts of things that needed to be readjusted. So we're waiting, you know, we had just shot something and we're waiting for the readjustments. And we're waiting for them to reset the cameras. And Quentin always has music playing between setups. And I find that very helpful because it keeps you motivated. It keeps you up, keeps your energy going. So we're all out in the dark in the cane field and we're all wearing, it's about 90 degrees and we're all wearing 42 layers of black clothing. And Sam wow. Jackson is out there in his velvet suit looking, you know, very vampiric and goth. And um, the song that comes on is Thriller. <laughs> and so everybody else is working but I could not take my eyes off of Sam who is suddenly now doing the entire thriller dance in his black velvet suit with the smoking plantation behind him oh my God. <laughs> and it was just this amazing visual and I was like God, John Landis didn't have it this good on the set of thriller like this is the most amazing visual for this song <laughs> So I enjoyed that. I have no idea if he knows I saw the whole thing, but everybody else was going about their business and I was like, I am not missing this. <laughs> so, That's right. Yeah. And I would say a lot of my favorite memories have to do with either singing or dancing. A lot of actors are multi-talented and we're all very, um, you know, it's a way we use our energy is it's a way to keep upbeat is singing and dancing. So a lot of my favorite memories have to do with either singing and or dancing. That's amazing. Now I'm I jealous. Want, I don't have those talents. That that is to be on with the all these amazing people. What what great great experiences you have. Speaking of experience, I was going over your book and the book that you did. I think it's about four or five years old. I think it's a must read for many people. It's No Small Parts: An Actor's Guide to Tutoring Minutes into Moments and Moments into a Career. I really loved your approach to this. Why don't you talk about this book and why do you think it's so important for people to read it? 
Well, you know, when I was starting out, we didn't really have the internet yet. And um, so when I wanted to research, you know, I was, like I said, I was a grown person, so I wanted to be sensible. And so I researched, what is this thing acting? What is this career? What is, what is it all about? Because I really had not paid attention to any of it. I'm from a very practical area of the country that doesn't, you know, it just didn't occur to me that I didn't even know that like, I dream a genie people were getting paid to do what they were doing. You know, like it just never occurred to me. Just wasn't a thought of mine. So, so I, I researched and all the books I read um, were very helpful in their own way, but I never found the book I was looking for. There was always a vagueness to the information in these books. And I'm not sure how much of that was them trying to expand how long it would be shelf worthy or, you know, by not, saying anything too specific but my guess is that my guess is that it was this because after after I published my book the number one comment I got from other actors was I can't believe you told the truth and so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of those books just weren't gonna tell the truth like that's just wasn't their agenda I I don't I'm it didn't occur to me to not tell the truth it wasn't like I was being courageous it just didn't occur to me I wrote the book for the purpose of filling the hole that I found, which was that, you know, when I was starting out, I couldn't find a book that would tell me, what is this life and how do you get it? But I wanted to know whether I'd even want it, you know, like, what is it? What is it? What is it? What do I, what would I expect to be doing all day? What, what could I be doing all day? What, what, what does, when do I move to LA? When do I get an agent? Do I need an agent to work? How do you get a free dress for the red carpet? How do you talk to celebrities? How do you, you know, like all the practical stuff, because none of that was in any of the books I looked at. So I was on Django and I had a lot of downtime with the actors who were playing the house slaves in our scene. And Mm -hmm. they were all local hire actors. And so we would sit around talking, and at, and at first I noticed that they wouldn't involve me in these conversations they were having where they're trying to work out those same questions. When do you move to L.A.? How do you get an agent? Do you need an agent to work? All those same questions I was asking, they were asking each other and shrugging at each other because, of course, they don't know. And so I would pipe up and be like, oh, well, all you do is this. And so eventually they quit asking each other and started asking me. And that was how No Small Parts was born, was because I just realized I have all this information, not just my own experience, but I have the experience of Kevin Costner, I have the experience of Richard Dreyfuss, I have the experience of Shirley MacLaine, I have the experience, like I have worked with a lot of people, and many people have given me incredible wisdom, personal wisdom, professional wisdom, and I thought, you know, why should all that die with me? So I wrote No Small Parts for those people that I was sitting on the set with who had such easy questions for me to answer that were the exact same questions I remembered having when I was starting out. Well, your book, See, is, I love that. your book is awesome because, and also the reviews are through the roof. So it's four and a half stars. <laughs> yeah. we got well, a you couple- know my favorite kind of review, honestly, though, I love the reviews where they tell me they got work as yeah. a direct result of something that they learned yeah. in the book. And, and I love reviews from people who are way further down the path and are like, this is not a beginner's book. This is just an everybody should have this book. Yeah. Um, but my favorite reviews are actually the ones from people who have nothing to do with our industry and are like, 
this isn't an acting book. This is a how do you be an entrepreneur book. This is a how do you do life as a grown-up book. This is a how do you make decisions book. This is a how do you plan your life book. This is a, And I like those comments as well of like, this is bigger than about acting. This is just like good advice. That's what I was going to say. I've been a businessman for a long time you know, since I was 18. And what I love is the people that, like you said, are not acting and they're saying, this is inspirational. This is... This is something that you could actually get you if you're down, uh, you know, you're feeling down on yourself, you kind of are discouraged, don't know where to go. You read this book and it kind of gives you insight on how to react, how to do, deal with certain things. And it's very practical. And I, and let's face it, Laura. That's the best word. It's very yeah. practical. Let's face it, Laura. Yeah. The common sense is uncommon. And people, <laughs> and people like to say they like to make everything fluffy and quirky. I, I'm not smart enough to do that. I, I go straight forward. I want but that to- all ends up being another word for vague. Yep, exactly. And that's what I think I love about the book. It's just like, let me sit you down and this is what's happening. And this is what you need to do. And this is how you need to be, you know, be unforgettable, be inspirational that and I love it. So if you're a young actor, you're a young business person, you're a person from (laughs) can't be two and read it because I don't think you can read it. But if you're a teenager, read this. If you're 80, 90, read it. This is a very good book. I love the practicality of it. I'm very hard on books, Laura. How are you? Oh, good. Very well, I will take this as very high praise. So I, th- I give it a five and two thumbs up. I love this book. So uh, Well, so- and I, I'm also very proud of the fact that, you know, Richard Dreyfuss wrote the foreword, and then it has endorsements from Kevin Costner, Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, and a number mm-hmm. of directors, producers, uh, casting directors, you know, the Lord of the Rings lady, and, you know, like all these different people who, when you're starting out as an actor, you pray to God you'd ever meet for two seconds have all shared their wisdom and endorsed the book. So, you know, that's, that's invaluable. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, Jim. What? Why is Jackie Andrews' book Phoenix Field of Mars in your sock drawer? I don't know. <laughs> Admit it. You were reading it. All right. Yeah, I guess I was reading it. I thought you might laugh at me because I thought it was a book for women, so I hit it. Well, now you know. It's a great read for everyone. Men, women, and young adults are loving Jackie's book on time travel, adventure, and ancient times. It's a pretty amazing read that goes by so fast. Now, don't you feel silly for hiding it? Yeah, you're right. The book really is for everyone, and I really loved it, especially the parts with time travel. It was dumb to hide it from you. Well, I'll let you go in the other room and watch your TV shows while I get some work done. Jen, have you seen my Cosmo magazine? Oh, boy. Pick up Jackie Andrews' latest book, Phoenix, Field of Mars, at jandersbooks.com. That's www.jandersbooks.com. That's J-A-N-D-E-R-S books.com for Jackie Andrews' latest book, Phoenix, Field of Mars. Uh, That is really at the bottom of it, though, is that, like I said, I've really had this amazing journey where so many people shared their strength and their insights with me and explained things to me and you know I, I why should it all be for me those are all people that are very hard to meet and now, i'm i'm friends with them and so of course why wouldn't i just share that now i'm being a genius with our segue we are going to go into something that i really love that you do like coaching and oh well before we leave i'm gonna i'm gonna bust your segue because before okay. we leave i did want to say 
uh, two things about No Small Parts. One is, first of all, it's No Small Parts. Since we're on auditory, we should say it's K-N-O-W. It's not yeah. N-O. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah um, No Small Parts, I am doing a volume two. I'm doing a, a second edition. Fantastic. That includes, well, Fantastic. yeah, because we have these two huge things that have changed in the last couple of years that really need to be in every current book, which is you have to address self-taping at this point. You can't have an acting book without self-taping. And I wrote an acting book that doesn't have self-taping. So that needs to be addressed because that's a practical concern. The other practical concern is that I will be adding a chapter on Me Too. So uh, not to do with personal revelations. That's not really my bag. But, But to do with what it is, how to avoid it, and what do you do when it happens? So, and I don't have a lot of wisdom about it. We're too early in all this, but I'm going to at least address it. So that's going to be the second edition. And then the other thing is that because I have had so many people outside of the industry comment the same way that you did about with enthusiasm about this book, I am being encouraged to try to write a more general audience version with a new title and a new concept of, you know, a general living book uh, with the same sort of advice. I think that's a great, great thing because what helped me in my career is I, my father always said, be a sponge. You can't learn by talking. And I'd listen to anybody that would talk to me who had experience, who had been through the ranks and I learned so much from them and I'm you made my day. I'm very excited about this. So (laughs) We are going to be, again, uh, Florence has some questions, but we, before we go into my segue, that Laura messed up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, but, but I, told, uh, I warned you. I did warn you. <laughs> But uh, we're going to be promoting a lot of her books next week. We're going to give you her website and her Twitter page. And we're really, I'm telling you, I'm in love with this book. And I don't like books that much uh, because I think the writing, everyone's become a writer and a lot of the writing. I'm loving this. Thank you. Well, my degrees are all in writing. So there's that. That's it. We are also, Laura doesn't doesn't know this yet, but we are going to start a book club. Yes. Oh, forget Oprah. Dump Oprah's book club. <laughs> it's all about Jim and Florence's book club. And we are going to start promoting the author. You know, I do not, my, my listeners know we, I do not endorse things unless I believe in them. So we are going to start promoting authors, getting it out there. We need these guys getting sales because these books stop all this nonsense books that are out there, the fluffy books and the silly books. These are books that can really help you and they're inspiring and they're fun to read. So Laura's going to be a part of this book club. We are going to be promoting her books and this is going to be one of the first. We got Jackie. Fantastic. Yeah, we've got Ella. We've got a lot of things going. So I'm excited. I better be quiet. We're going to have another podcast on that. So uh, (laughs) you have a question, uh, Florence? Yes, I, I'm really interested in the work you do as an acting coach, because I know you wrote this amazing book, No Small Parts, but you also do coaching. So if you can tell us a little bit about that, because I find that very, very fascinating. Well, you know, I wish that I could be in a position to do like a regular class that you could come and do scene study and there would be, you know, an address that you would come to and we would meet and everybody would work together. And But I don't have that kind of time and I don't have that kind of schedule. I would be the one that has to call the teacher and say, I can't come today. So, you know, <laughs> I can't do that. I have taught a couple times at UNO um, as an adjunct mm-hmm. professor. 
-hmm. And at UNO, University of New Orleans, um, I teach graduate level (laughs) film students, directing students, how to work with actors. And I love that. It's a great class. And well, it's a great class. She bragged as she forgets to mention that she designed it. <laughs> so whatever. Oh. But anyway, but, uh, I think it's a great class. Um, and, and three of the people that three, well, the, the top three people that won the film fest this year were all former students of mine. So oh. I'm proud of their work. But yeah, I, I don't have that kind of lifestyle where I can just tell you that I'll show up at something and then I would actually show up. I do coaching because it's something that we can be more flexible. I don't have access to any actors outside of New Orleans because I live in New Orleans. So Skyping has become uh, an easy way mm-hmm. for me to be available to people yeah. everywhere. And I'm loving that. I have... Um, you know, a couple of people that I really enjoy working with, uh, one right now has just started classes at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles, and he's not from there. He's just visiting there for the classes. And, you know, it's really gratifying to see all the growth and all the work paying off and everything. You know, he's working now. When I met him, he was just starting out, and he's working all the time, and he's auditioning all the time, he's got an agent, and, you know, all these are wonderful developments that happened all along our way, and that feels much more personal, you know, than writing a book and not knowing how it impacts people. (laughs) Um, You know, I get to see in real time that, oh, we worked on that, and then he got it, or, oh, we had this thing that we were trying to move forward with, and it it moved forward, or, uh, you know, whatever, just to be able to be personally involved and see the growth. I really enjoy. That's fantastic. I yeah, I, I do. Now, and I do coaching, coaching, I do acting coaching, but I also do career coaching, you know, where we just sit and talk about next moves and things like that. And, and I do big time reality checks for people. That's well, great. That's, no, I, I sure they need that, especially being in the acting world. Well, yeah. it's way cheaper. Yeah. You know, it's way cheaper to get a reality check than to get a, a bill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is because you know if you make decisions the the kinds of decisions you make when you're starting out in any career can be extremely expensive ask any of your friends that have student debt yeah you know it doesn't matter if you want to be a librarian accountant whatever you want to be there are expenses incurred with starting your career so every actor whether they're in the middle of their career the end of it whatever whatever part of your career in it costs money to be an actor so that's just part of being an employed person. You know, even if you were working at McDonald's, you still have to buy your black shoes, you know? Yep. So, so yeah. it costs money to work. I, I do think that, that because so many people in our industry are, as a personality type, um, I don't like this label, but, but this is the one I think they're thinking of when they take advantage of us, is that we're dreamers. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. easier to take advantage of a dreamer because their eye is on the prize very far down the road. So if you tell them, well, if you do this and that today, then maybe 100 years from now, your dream will come true. Well, the only way to find out is to pay the money, right? So, yeah, so I think reality is a lot cheaper than that. <laughs> you know, like I think that, that if you know somebody who's already taken that class or you know somebody who's already worked with that agent or you know somebody, you know, then that's something that, that – I can call and find out and know, okay, that's, I don't want to waste my money or my time with that person or that business or that. But if you're just starting out, how would you know? Yes. 
Yeah, you're right. Exactly. I remember my father told me I was only five uh, ten, and he said, "Son, you're not going to make the NBA, though. So you better go." To <laughs> well, I wondered where you were going because only five ten. You're still two inches taller than the average male. So. I, I, well, now you made me feel bad. Gosh, you're you're on a roll, Laura. You made me feel bad. Uh, but uh, I I think now you understand why we have the guests that we have on. Laura is not an actress she's a multifaceted person she's got so many talents and so many things to share so again everyone that i love the people saying we love your guests some of them we don't know that much about but we love learning about them we love following so monday we're going to put out this podcast and we're going to put out a lot of stuff so you're going to need to follow her Go on her website. We're going to give her website. Florence is going to give it in a couple minutes. And we want you to, to make sure you follow her on Twitter, her website. She does a lot of fun things in, in New Orleans. She's a very fun person. And I love the things that she's involved with. But I'm telling you, it, this is a person to listen to. And this is a person to buy her books. I'm not just saying it. She's not paying me. So I... <laughs> No, because as I've already said, I'm definitely uh, not made of money. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that these are the type of people that we like. Someone would say, do you want Leonardo DiCaprio on the show? I'd rather have Laura. And I'm not joking. I love Laura. Well, here's the thing about having Leo. And this is something that you kind of run into the same problem I did with Richard's advice, is that their advice is so high level. How the hell do you get to the part where you could use that advice? That's right. It's because enough. Leonardo DiCaprio has been on TV since he was a small child. Oh boy. Yeah. So what does he know about yeah. when to move to LA or yeah. should you drop your agent or, you know, like how do, how would he, he doesn't know. I remember talking to a multimillionaire when I first started business and he was giving me all these, all this advice. He's a very nice man, but I went home and I said, I can't do any of that. Right. (laughs) Because you're not in a position to, (laughs) I have no money. I'm worried about what I'm going to eat tonight. So, and he's worried about a a far uh, exceeding things. So, but I think with all the people that listen to our show, the actors, the uh, people in music, we have a lot of artistic people that listen and they're trying to make it big. Uh, and again, making it big is relative. You don't have to be a multimillionaire, a big, huge star to make it the way you want. Look at Tim, our friend, Tim Susie, what an amazing career he's had in music, uh, playing with some of the greats of all time. So again, please go to our website and Florence is going to announce it. And in the future, because of our book club, we would love to have Laura back on and we would love to put some other books on. And I'm telling you, we are excited. And if you know us, we don't get excited unless we really like, like it. So uh, why don't you give the contact information for Laura? For Laura's website, it's www.laurakayuette. I'll spell that C A Y. O-U-E-T-T-E dot com. And you'll find everything on her website. She has an amazing website. We were talking about it before the interview. Love her website. And you'll find all the information there. We are so excited. And and there's links to, you know, to contact me for coaching. And there's links to the books. And there's, you know, to the real and what, you know, all that, all the different facets of of my life. And I, I also write fiction. I write, I'm I actually my, that's, that's the writing I studied when I got my degrees was I, I write fiction as well. So, you know, there, there's a lot 
on there. No, I, I really, she's really got a lot going on. And her website is a, you have to go on and check it out. She's got her life coaching. She got her acting. She's got the Skype. My blog. She go in her blog, her books, everything. And I like her interviews too. She's a good interview. So check out some of her interviews as well. So Laura, we are just, I, I'm so glad that, uh, I'm very hard on Florence in regards to guests and having it on. (laughs) I am so glad we got you on because you are just really the type of person that inspires us and makes us feel good when we do podcasts. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very kind. Favorite type of guest. Absolutely. Oh, yay. Oh, well, then we definitely have to do it again. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, I'm going to let in. I'm, I'm going to start losing my voice. I've talked so much. Uh, <laughs> Florence, end it. Well, I just want to thank Laura. Thank you for coming on, Laura. This was amazing. I was really looking forward to this. I was so excited when we were able to uh, come up with a date and a time that worked for you. I know you've had a lot going on. So for everyone out there, Laura is an amazing follow on Twitter. And again, you can get her website information. You can get links to her coaching. You can definitely find out about her books, which we will definitely be featuring when we do our book club. So Laura, thank you again. We, Jim and I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. I appreciate it as well. You got, you're great, Laura. Thank you so much. We're very, very humbled that you would come on our show. Thank you. Oh, no, no problem. I, look, I actually, it, it is my choice not to... Uh, not to have, uh, how best to word this, not to have a career that is driven by the um, aspects of fame and power and money that take you further and further from people. Sure. I really enjoy that acting at its best brings you closer and closer to people. That's right. And oh. so, yeah, stardom is a very alienating experience. And having had so many movie star friends and other kinds of star friends, um, you know, it, 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 it was very clear to me that that is a, that's a very alienating experience and it keeps people very far from you. And so I, I really enjoy having a career that, that allows me access to people oh, and yeah, that I get to have a personal experience of the people that are affected by my work. That's fantastic. Uh, well, we so appreciate you sharing everything and we hope everything's go. You've been through a lot of things that you're a lot of time constraints, a lot of things that are happening in the background. We're not going to get, yeah. we totally wish you the best. And if there's anything yeah. we can ever do for you, just say the word. Oh, uh, thank you. All right. Thank That's you. L- I love Laura that and we are going to be promoting everything on Monday and giving her stuff out. Wow. That was a great one. I really needed a, a great podcast to come back uh, from our time off. Oh, wow. yay. <laughs> it's a great one to come back to. Absolutely. I lo- love it. I, I, I've been wanting to interview her for, for quite a while. So this was a treat, special treat for me. Well, thank you all. Please listen to the show. Please give two thumbs up. Subscribe to us on our Twitter pages. We have a lot. Our NFL uh, uh, podcast will be coming up. A lot of fresh, shiny faces. Very, a lot of excitement there. Very, whole lot of energy. Uh, and what Laura will uh, uh, love is that we are now doing every one of our shows has a female. So we are. Very oh, wonderful. Cool. 
We are very pro-woman yeah. here. There's uh, a shout out to Mira Sorbina, who, who, who follows me. She's a great lady. Uh, but all of the celebrities, too, that follow us and support us, it's, it's really amazing that you do, and we're so humbled by it. So thank you all. We'll see you next week. And again, this will be out on Monday. And make sure you share it and press that retweet button. Take care and have a great week, and we'll, we'll put this out on Monday. Thanks.